What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Takeoff Audio Experience. I'm your host, Atto. On this podcast, we provide you the tools to build wealth the right way through investing and entrepreneurship. Everything is fair game. So in this podcast, you hear from experts in property and stock investing, crypto, entrepreneurship, and more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of The Takeoff. I've got a very, very, very special guest. I'm a big fan of hers, Shola, the Amazon guru. How are you doing today? doing good how are you i'm good so tell people what shola is about you call yourself mrs amazon on your insta i had to change it because i tried to sign up to the influencer program and amazon's like i've not given you mm-hmm. authorization to use that in the name so i was like okay i'm back to shola whoa <laughs> <laughs> wow wow amazon's like, like that they are like that. So they was like, we're not paying you until you remove any type of association with us. Like, you're, you're, we haven't, we're trademarks. You can't use our name. So I'm back to show Emily a little bit of a breakdown about me. I guess I'm just a 26-year-old um, who found myself, unfortunately, in the middle of, like, bad debt, a bad situation and was like, how the hell am I going to get myself out of this situation? I was genuinely doing bits of bobs of whatever I could find, like clothing company, then rent to rent, just basically trying to put myself in every pie so I could basically have my breakthrough. Stuck at Amazon, swung it out. I was like, is this how easy it is to make money? I need to be doing this a lot more. So basically put all my energy into Amazon, able to turn over six figures in my first year. Don't ask me how. Um, wow. And then since then, the rest is history. I'm just like, okay, let's just keep going. Gets, gets hard sometimes because the more you... it's I think it's easier at the beginning because you don't have to scale. But once you have to start scaling, oh, my God, it gets a lot more harder. Yeah. Scaling is the hard bit. So that's basically my little story. And now I'm just basically on the road of just continuing to just do better. Wow, wow, wow. That is such a very, very interesting journey. It's, it's always good to speak to other people about Amazon because it's something I... I won't say I'm mad interested in. But yeah. it's something that I've wanted to do in the past and seeing your journey and seeing that you have become successful gives people hope that they can also become successful at doing it. So yeah. I always ask guests on, you know, the interview or the episode, shall I say, or, or the show, shall I say, um, a random question. Uh, okay. What's your worst financial mistake? Uh, that is not even random. Like, <laughs> you're the worst person to say it to as well because you're like this finance guy, stock, this, <laughs> investing. And I've got to come and give you uh, like, my worst, on my worst decisions. It's embarrassing. Yeah, let's go with yeah. it. Let's go with it. I was like 18, no, probably, yeah, eight, 19, mm-hmm. I think I was. Um, and I got mentored for like mm-hmm. a year. And now I'm older and there's social media. I know like from the beginning, this was all just bogus. But I had someone basically come over to me and they were like, okay, I'm going to give you, um, you're going to give me £4,000, which as I said, like I've never in my life had £4,000 up until this moment. Uh, wow. So you're going to invest in stocks. You're going to invest in shares. I'm going to invest the money for you. And I'm going to give you back, I think it was something ridiculous, like 70% of my money back on top of what I invested. Now looking at it, what? if someone's giving wow. you back 70%, that sounds flipping ridiculous. But because I've met this person in real life, I was like, oh, they wouldn't do that. 
So yeah, I went out, I took out a loan, I gave them £4,000 and as you can imagine, yeah, there was no investment, there was no nothing, I was left with the debt, I was left with paying the loan off and yeah, that has to be like my top tier worst experience or worst financial wow decision but it motivated me and pushed me to where i am now so like, i have to look at it as a positive i guess wow wow you know to be fair i feel like that could happen to anybody especially with somebody that you trust because i feel like a lot of people do take advantage and that was somebody taking advantage of you so even though it was a mistake i wouldn't say it's something that's entirely your fault it's somebody that's trying to that's supposed to be close to you trying to scam you which is yeah, crazy to me that people try to do that you know and yeah it, it's always the person that you least expect it. You know, family and friends <laughs> scam each other sometimes. I mean, I don't, I don't scam people. I think that's wrong, more than wrong to do that <laughs> yeah. to a friend or family. But, you know, some people ain't, haven't got no morals no. in this life. The thing is, everybody's got an, a financial mistake. Even me, I've had my financial mistake, which is why I'm so on the other spectrum because I've, yeah. you know, I've been in debt. I've had bad credit. I've done all of all of those things that it had no financial literacy. So everybody makes those sort of, you know, financial mistakes. And it's, it's really common. Like, as I was saying before, financial literacy, not everybody has it. So sometimes yeah. you have to go through the depths, you have to go through the down periods to know like sort of what you're missing. So I'm really interested to understand how did you get into Amazon? What was what was it that inspired you to choose Amazon out of everything else that you can do out there? You've got the Shopify's, you've got the Ebay's, you've got, you know, investing, you've got other other things that you could do. Why Amazon? Well, I think for me, it was like a last resort. Like I had so many different failed businesses. I was like, I got to give this one last shot. And if this doesn't work, then this is it. Like I had tried, um, I had tried Shopify. So I had my own store. I was selling kids clothes. Um, I managed to get that mm -hmm. business to about 10,000 followers. And like back then it was obviously a yeah. lot more harder than it is now to get to 10,000 followers. Um, but it's yeah. like I was paying so <laughs> many little like baby influencers and to wear these clothes. Mm. And it just, I just wasn't getting that back in sales. Um, and then obviously, as I said, I did rent to rent. I also did like hair extensions. I was selling hair extensions. Like I had wow. tried so many different businesses that and none of them had ever given me the reward that i needed like i wanted to i was so set that in one year i could change my life in six months i could change my life like as much as people say no it's not possible to change your life in six months people are always exaggerating these stories i was like i'm going to be a story mm. where i'm going to change my life in six months and i guess like when i was doing so many things that like i was doing rent to rent running around like a headless chicken and then making like 400 pound a month i was like what is the point i could do overtime at work and get that um so I think, like, when I saw, like, someone really close to me, you know, going into shops, going into these places, you know, and picking up something for a pound and then selling it for 25, I was like, I ain't making those kind of margins. And I'm That's dealing mad. with people, I'm I'm dealing with houses, like, I'm dealing with property, and yeah. you're trying to tell me you're just picking something up, even sometimes picking <laughs> something up for 20 pence and then selling it for 12. I was like, no, like, that is a lot more better for me to, in terms of investing my time and investing my money. Like, if I could put a little bit in and get a lot out, like, that is that is what you want. Essentially, that's what anybody wants. If I can yeah. work for an hour, get paid a million pounds, I'll do that. Anyone will do that. So you want, like, basically the least amount of effort to bring you the most amount of money. And that's essentially what Amazon did. Amazon was the least amount of time, a maximum return. Um, and I think for me, that was just kind of like a no-brainer. Like, why would I not start? That's inspiring, to be honest. Like, the fact that you... I think there's a couple of lessons there. You you tried different things. You didn't just rest on your laurels and be like, you know what, I'm going to give up. I'm not going to do anything else. You kept on trying different things, and then you yeah. found something that worked for you, which was which was Amazon, which is which is great. Uh, what was like the first product um, you sold, and like how did you get started? Like, did you feel like it was like very overwhelming? You know, starting it because with Amazon, you got to do the listing, you got to take pictures, you got to try and source the product other stuff as well that i know nothing about that you know about that well actually i'm going to tell you that like your concept of selling on amazon is actually completely wrong so yes okay taking, oh, wow. <laughs> taking photos like no you're not completely wrong yeah. as in my for my method you're completely yeah. wrong like 100 percent, there are yeah. some methods where you do have to take photos you do have to pump mm -hmm. loads of money into adverts you do have to make sure you look professional yeah you've got to use keywords you've got to get reviews you've got to basically mm -hmm. be like you're starting you're launching and you're growing <laughs> your own brand but for me i was yeah. like 
I'm not investing a penny. I'm not investing thousands into anything because, honey, I fell too many yeah. times. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. So my actual way of selling on Amazon is literally going to a wholesaler. Oh, that's basically what I was going to use, but I dropped. So picking up something like my phone, and my phone's in the shop mm-hmm. for two pounds. And when I look how much it sells on Amazon for, it actually sells for £25. So I'm selling things that I've already branded, things that are already being sold on Amazon, things like Flash um, household products, uh, things that are already being sold mm. on Amazon. They've already done their hard work to build their brand and spent thousands of pounds to you know make their brand successful and well-known. And I'm just saying, okay, well, I'm going to go to that wholesaler. I'm going to buy that. And I'm actually going to sell it back on Amazon for a higher price. So essentially, I don't have to worry about creating the listing. The listing's already there for me. And to answer your second mm-hmm. question about um, was it hard, um, I think when you see the money, when I, when I see, like, in the flesh, like, how much <laughs> I'm picking this up for 20 pence, like, and it's actually selling yeah. for 20 pounds, it's like, mm-hmm. if, if anything, you have, like, this massive burst of energy, like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to get the breakthrough that I need. I'm finally going to be free. I'm finally going to start making money. So my start was actually a lot more easier than it is right now because I had that rush of just motivation on the go non-stop that drive was just so like contagious like i was on the go i would do late nights i would if you're telling me that today we are traveling to glasgow i'm in that car how much petrol should we do okay this (laughs) that like i was buzzing like the beginning was ecstatic because it was so exciting to finally feel like i'm gonna get out of this disgusting situation finally this is the breakthrough that i needed and then um, my first product, it would take me a while to actually show you, but because I, mm-hmm. I don't remember, like, I actually don't know it, but I'll probably have to go through down all of my reports to, to have a, a look mm-hmm. and see what it, my first product actually was. But that is a good question, so I think I'm going to figure it out. But from my judgment, it would have been like a random product probably from Homebase. Um, because that's where I started okay. off. Like, I started off with like, little products. So potentially it could have been like a doorbell or... Like, yeah, something along, like, a DIY kind of product, wow. I know for sure. Wow. Like, it would have, it, I think it definitely would have been, like, something like a doorbell, a wire, or, like, a garden product. Like, something really, really, wow. like, random. Wow. Wow. I've got so many, like, follow-up questions. Like, my first initial question, how did you develop your strategy? You'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to home base. I'm going to find a product there, and then I'm going to sell it on Amazon for more money. So, when I started selling on Amazon, it was actually a period where, basically, like, loads of shops were closing down. Like mother care was okay, gone, okay. home base was gone, okay. and for yeah, me, yeah. what better opportunity to get things that are bargain than to flipping go to the places where they have to liquidate mm-hmm. their stock, like literally liquidate it yeah. to get it gone. They don't even care about profit anymore; they just need it gone. And as long as their debts are cleared, then they're cool. So, and I, I just remember that story, like these two couples, these two old couples, right? And when Woolworths were closing down, they bought everything from Woolworths and they became millionaires and I was like wow seize this opportunity because you're never ever going to get this opportunity again so I was like as soon as I saw home base was closing down Jim I was there as soon as I saw mother care was closing (laughs) down Jim I was there and I went to absolutely every single home base that I could actually think of and I cleaned those shelves wow like obviously now it's a lot more difficult because like Amazon makes it a little bit more difficult to go to stores. Like, they're not really keen on that concept of business anymore. Um, But for me, I mean, I was able to take full advantage of that. And, you know, for me, it was like, I didn't wasn't starting with a lot of money. People always ask me, how much did you start with? It was like £20 here, £20 there, £10 here, £10 there. Like, generally, I was starting with pennies. Um, But, you know, home base closing down and all these stores closing down and liquidating all their stock gave me a massive opportunity to be able to get products at a ridiculous price. That's crazy. Wow. So you just remember that 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 article that you read about Cuff of Wars. That is that's insane. And I do remember Wars closing down. That is like, we that's, were a, young. that's a great strategy. We were young when Wars closing yeah, yeah. down. Like, I it was remember. Years, yeah, it was years ago. <laughs> Typically, how long does it take you to, you know, find the product that you're looking for and then, you know, sell it on Amazon? Well, when I first started, um, it was literally like kind of like immediate like I will well when I first started I probably had less time so I was like a school teacher and I was a train driver so I was doing seven days a week but that didn't stop me like weekends I was out mm-hmm. um like I would be working from sometimes <laughs> like 6 a.m in the morning and I finished work at 6 a.m I'd be mm-hmm. like freak sleeping I'm out because the adrenaline mm-hmm. would hit me wow. so 
then I feel like I was probably putting in like stupid amount of hours that like, I was just not sleeping. Um, now I feel like I'm a lot more advanced, so I can do less time and get still mm -hmm. get results. Like because there's now systems and things okay. that you can use, so I can use less time yeah. and still make money without having to go out. I'm now smarter. I don't need to go out. COVID taught me when all the stores closed down. You know, you need to diversify the way you shop for products because now look, you can't go out. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So now I started relying on wholesalers, building relationships with suppliers, so I could stay in my house pick up my phone, go on WhatsApp and be like, what have you got for me? And I want the exclusives. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? I had to, like, diversify. <laughs> um, and, yes, yeah, so and wow. now it's like I'm more, I can do less and still get results. Whereas before, it was like I was slaving. I was a slave to the game. So, yeah, it's kind of a reverse now. That's epic. You know what, yeah? You just streamline your process. I remember, like, uh, listening to one of my favourite podcasts, Earn Your Leisure, and the guy was talking about, like, putting in a process at every level. And that's what you've done. Like, you've, you found some you found one way that worked then you diversified and found another way that worked and then you just kept on improving your processes which is which is perfect some people don't do that they just continue slaving on slaving on they're still making the good money but they're not like you know being more efficient which i think is is definitely definitely very important as um, a woman i have so to. why as a woman why because woman like to? i mean eventually i'm gonna get married <laughs> eventually i'm gonna have kids like, yeah, i can't yeah. be like i can't mm. be having a newborn baby like right we're going to home base and it's seven hours away let's go like <laughs> i can't i can't do yeah, that so that's true that's it's true it's better it's better that's i true. systemize it now and go through that hard road of a hard hard road of like working from home and systemizing it and being able to work from home now when those things do happen like years down the line whenever they happen like i ain't got to worry about damn my business is going to stop now i'm not going to be able to make money so it's better i do it all now and get out of the way that is definitely so true so i saw like a recent tiktok yeah and you said on there you quit your job in seven months and went full-time on amazon yeah. So can you explain how that happened? Okay, so we're going to be really honest. It was sleepless nights. Mm -hmm. It was crying. Okay. It was... <laughs> literally i don't i don't think for seven months i had a good amount of sleep like i literally was very wow. much gold goal driven and like i just needed to go like i was a, like a bouncing ball um but it was just mm -hmm. i just focused like i said i just went to every home base i went to all the stores that were closing down um and after a while as well like i get i when when amazon started to pay me like not pay me a lot but pay me a bit more I said, right, okay, cool. Um, I'm now going to give up my my Monday to Friday job because that wasn't bringing in so much. And I was fortunate enough mm -hmm. to have a job with TFL where I was actually making around 17, 16 to 1700 a month for only two days mm -hmm. a week. So what that allowed me wow. to do was actually free up my Monday to Thursday. Um, and I just exhausted that. Like, I literally mean I exhausted wow. those hours with just non-stop like i was everywhere i was everywhere you phone me in the middle of the day you phone me at seven o'clock i'm out you phone me at eight o'clock i'm out you phone me at ten o'clock i'm prepping now <laughs> i can't talk to you right now i'm sorting out my boxes like if you go through my old youtube videos my mm -hmm. living room was stacked to the brim my mom's like yeah i can't wait for this girl to get out because i understand she's making money but my living room is not a prep mm -hmm. center like i was on the ball and i just gradually just said to myself like you just got to stick at this like it was more of a mind thing like i was so i wasn't even myself like I, I don't even know that person that was but it was seven months of just straight grafting like i'd be on the train and when that train parked up <laughs> out comes the phone like what are we sourcing <laughs> on my break where everyone was sleeping i'm not sleeping i ain't got time to sleep on my phone you know I, it was every spare second and i literally mean like my boyfriend actually hates it. I'm the type of person that would go in the shower and have my phone in the hand as well. That's what I would be doing. Like, there was never a dangerous. moment... Dangerous. very. But for me, the gain is better. So, like, there was never a moment where my phone yeah. was not in my hand and I was not sourcing a product. And I think people, they just think, like, I want Shola's results. Shola was crazy. Like, Shola was absolutely insane. Shola balanced seven, two jobs and Amazon. Like, I... When I want something, I want it. If I don't get it, I'm screaming. Like, I have to get it. There's no option of not getting something that I want. The motivation and the work rate is insane. I'm just going to call it the Shola grind. Because <laughs> that sounds absolutely insane. Are you um, still working your other job? Are you Amazon completely oh, full-time? no. Right. So, COVID was like a blessing yeah. for me in terms of making mm -hmm. me realise that I cannot work for someone else. And it wasn't even nothing to do mm -hmm. with the money for me. It was like... My mom mm -hmm. um, is sick, so she's got illnesses and 
I realised that they don't care. Like, throughout that, they were like, well, everyone's mm-hmm. still got to come into work. Um, no one even knew what mm-hmm. COVID was. The trains had no windows, but we have no windows. So if someone goes in wow. and they go, uh, uh, and they cough all over, that's saying in there. There is no windows. Like, they didn't have cleaners Gosh. that would... They wasn't implementing cleaners that would come into your your um, cabin and clean it every time you change drivers. And for me, having someone yeah. who was considered high risk at the time in the middle of COVID, I was like, there's no amount of money that would make me risk my mum's health or risk my health or anybody yeah. else's around me's health. Um, and I said, like, I'm really sorry, but I'm not coming back. Um yeah. And the anxiety and the stress of actually thinking of going back to work, like now I was in a position where now I really, really had to make my business thrive because if not, I'm going to yeah. have to go back to work in the middle of COVID and face potentially bringing back COVID to my vulnerable mum, which was like a big no-no. So that was like a clear path. As soon as COVID hit, I think by May, I was out and done and dusted. Wow, wow. You know what I what I love about that story is the fact that you use something as sinister as COVID and you got an opportunity out of it and made something out of it. Like a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, um, lost their jobs, uh, maybe lost their businesses and maybe weren't able to adapt. While, whilst other people like yourself use this as an opportunity, learn new skills change your life within seven months yeah and you're living a life that you weren't living a year or two years ago you would have never fathomed so this is this is what they say sometimes in like in crisis sometimes they're great opportunities you just need to be willing to to work for it and look out for it and you're like a testament to that so that's what's crazy and that's what i think drew me to your page i was like bro like this this woman is is doing bits like this is crazy (laughs) really 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 motivated why I wanted to 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 get you on because you. I just like I'm fascinated by what you've done. It's just crazy. Bio, you say from 10k debt to six figures. I know that you you mentioned um, you know six figures. Was that a target for you that you were aiming for when you transitioned into Amazon, or did it just happen by accident? No, it was a target. Like I, I really want to show you this. I, I I hope I can find it really quickly okay. so I don't waste too much time. But okay. This is how important setting goals are, like really, really important. Like I think they're tremendously important that we do set goals. So December, I think the 20th, 2019, come on Shola, let's find this quick. Uh, uh, Okay, where is it? Oh, come on. And knowing it, because it's Sod's Law, I am not going to find it where I could literally <laughs> just scroll down on my Instagram and get it. Because I just want to basically show like how important it was like and how important it is to set goals. Like, I set this goal um, a year ago, 2019, and I stuck at it. But the reason why I was able to hit my goal is because I was never able to forget that, that goal. So I had this goal in front of me like literally every single second of the day. So there it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the camera is going to be able to pick it up probably not okay, as clear as it wow. should be but that basically was in my house in my like room and it was like 100k in a year and i broke down exactly how wow. i was going to make 100k i also literally found this book as well yesterday i wasn't even meaning to look for it but i found this book and in this book i actually wrote down like how it's just insane like i feel like i might start crying but i hope i don't so I wrote down like the ways that I would make money and in there was the course and was also Amazon as well. So like the course that I was wow. going to do, like there's like school events or COVID ruined my school events, mm-hmm. but free school events and also like going into job seekers um, and getting funded by the government to help people get into Amazon through that and also selling um, Amazon courses. So literally these were my goals that I wrote down and I made sure that like, I just know that once you put pen to paper, it has to happen. So my goal was 100K. And I was lucky enough to hit 160 mm-hmm. in my first year. Um, with the the wow. additional being my course that I created to teach people how to sell on Amazon as well. Um, and yeah, so it was a goal. It wasn't something that I said just go with the flow. I think now I'm just like just go with the flow mm-hmm. because it's hard mm-hmm. to make. Like my biggest drive was my debt. Um, and if I'm completely yeah. honest with you, now that my debt is gone. It's really hard to mm-hmm. find a new, like, motivating and pushing factor. Like, my situation was every day there was, and I had to say to my brothers and my family member 
always yeah. look out the window. Do not open the door. Window, window, window. Mm-hmm. And even that is like super, super embarrassing. And now that's gone, it's like, what's my mm-hmm. motivating factor? Like, what, what now is going to mm-hmm. push me to that next step or that next level? And it's very important that you find that, right? You, yeah. you hit your 100K within a year, 160, you've exceeded it, nearly doubled it. So I don't know, it could be a million to give to whatever, I don't know, a course that you care about or maybe give back to, to other people, which I, I know that you've done. I know that you've, you know, given your course out for free, which is which is great as well. But you're right, because otherwise you might just stop and be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, and you don't want to do that. You no, work no. so hard. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You work so hard to get here. So it's, it's you know, it's sort of imperative that you keep yourself going, yeah. you know, keep yourself humble and, you know, just keep on giving because at the end of the day, like, you're inspiring and impacting other people. You know, you've got that many oh. followers for a reason because people are like, rah, like, you know, I can relate to this person. I also want to learn from this person and, and make money. So it's, it's absolutely insane. When you um, hit six figures, maybe you might not, know the exact amount but rough amount how many products did you sell in that in your first year would you say roughly thousands i would say thousands really yeah wow. yeah that, it weren't a thousands. Amount. definitely thousands of products wow i mean sometimes i was like wow. getting things and i was getting like 500 units a thousand units so yeah mm-hmm. it was definitely thousands of products and it weren't a small a small wow. amount of products that I was selling but it wasn't particularly me so it didn't feel like that like I would do like the odd time where I'd say okay I'm gonna do spill I'm shipping but mainly we're selling it to Amazon mm-hmm. Warehouse and they were doing it on behalf of me so I didn't really feel like I was selling anything really? that makes sense okay. yeah so they do all the legwork okay. I just find the, I just find the product I'm like right here you go put this on the platform wow. and then it's, it's Bob's your uncle simple as that wow so you're at that point where you're not no longer like doing the packaging you're like going to the post office or whatever, or Hermes or whatever. Hermes is bad, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. They left I don't the know whole... your experience with Hermes. Oh, yet. I can tell you, like, okay, forget about being a seller. Um, outside of my mum's house, they left two big trolleys of actual customer orders. Like, there, the driver had literally, literally taken it out of his car, forgotten about it, and just left it on the side of the road. There for everyone to steal. As you can imagine, it was there for approximately 20 minutes before these two guys came dragging it down the road. Like, there were laptops in there, there was everything. But I believe in God, and I'm not trying to ruin my um, yeah. my blessing. So I yeah. left that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. steal from anybody. Like, even now... I always yeah. give, 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 give. I remember, I think it was two weeks ago, I was going to see my friend and this guy was doing charity work. And I respect people that do charity work because I just think you have so much guts to stand on. And I know you guys don't get um, basic. You're standing there. You've got to approach strangers mm-hmm. and say, and everyone's like, no, busy, no, whatever. So this guy stopped me and I stopped and he looked about, he was very tall, very, very tall, but he looked about 17, 18 max, 19 maximum. Mm-hmm. He started talking to me about they run a charity which helps people get out of gun crime and this and that. And I was just like, what should, like, wow. his manager came over, what's the target? His target was 150 for the day. And I was just like, take that 150. Like, I respect your graph. I respect what you're doing. You've wow. hit your target for the day now. Let's go. Like, I just respect so much. And I always, I always give back. Like, I... I'd say every yeah. single month I find someone to give money to. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just think... That's great. I don't... I, not that I don't want it, but I just know that, like, my mum's always told me, like, you give, you you receive in tenfold, and it's not always mm-hmm. with money. You ain't always mm-hmm. get it back in money, but you get it back. And I just have to give, like, I think in my heart, it hurts. Like, it generally hurts. <laughs> if I don't give someone something, like, just seeing someone smile sometimes is, is enough for me, so... Yeah, I always try to give out as much as I can. Like you said, you should give because, as you say, you will receive it much more. I believe in karma. I don't know if you do, but yeah. I believe in karma. If you put good out in the world, you're going to get much more good coming back to you. If you give out bad, you're going to get bad back, you know? And I think for you, that's why you're probably, you know, that abundance because you're, you're, you're so given. And even though you've got that abundance, you're still still giving a lot i mm-hmm. have a community of people that rely on mm-hmm. me so tomorrow is our student catch up mm-hmm. we do zooms um i'm now like creating i've created four new sections to go into that because amazon is forever changing wow. so it's like well i've been meaning to have created a second job <laughs> away from amazon selling <laughs> and now i've got like these over 300 people who rely on me and i just want them to do so well that i'm now putting any spare moment i have 
directing that into always like responding to them creating student portals looking at ways that i can you know employ people into the the, the course or the community so that they can always have support so um and because i'm going through the stages of systemization so systemization is like a really difficult thing to go through like i had four members of staff two weren't good got rid of two now i'm back to two and just trying to like understand how to systemize the business yeah. so I, I guess i'm taking like a little bit of a step back to come back 10 times mm -hmm. better um so okay. yeah i'm just implementing a lot so once i feel like you know i've systemized my business a lot more like i'm gonna be unrecognizable on amazon you know people are gonna be like how the hell are you doing this? <laughs> that six five figures a, a, a year is gonna turn to six figures a month on amazon but sometimes mm -hmm. i always feel like it's good take a step back evaluate your business look at the ways you can improve look at the ways you can systemize it and then come back and just kill it just kill it kill it kill it i think it's best always like not to get a burnout as well like i've struggled a bit with burnouts um throughout that stage mm -hmm. as well my mum was ill like suffering i had to move her down to where i was as well so there's a lot of challenges that i've had to mm -hmm. deal with that have probably slowed down my growth but everything is for a reason because when you come back you come back with a bang and everyone's like what happened <laughs> you're investing in your business by looking at it by improving it and you're not only investing in your business you're investing in people so i think I think it's fair to do that. I think it's fair for the growth to slow down a little bit so that it can grow a bit more later on. I, yeah. I, I think that's definitely dope. I'm rooting for you anyway. So <laughs> I'm rooting for you to do well. <laughs> um, and, and I'm sure you will. You've got the drive for it. What is your plans for the next five years? Uh, where do you want to take your business with Amazon to? So with Amazon, I want to kind of dab into literally every avenue of Amazon. Like, I don't want to ever be a guru. I, hate, I don't know why I hate Google, they just have a bad okay. name. But I'd want to okay. be like a little, maybe an expert, mm. Like, but I don't want to just be like yeah. an Amazon seller. Like, talk to me about affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about Amazon affiliate yeah. program. Talk to me about Amazon. Um, they did something else as well. I saw it. Amazon do like photo things. They do Amazon do AWS, which is like a cloud-based wow. thing. Like Amazon are in so many yeah. different areas. Like I just want to study it through mm -hmm. and through like it's a degree. Um, so I want to do like private label. I want to do wholesale. I want to do affiliate. I want to do like everything wow. that Amazon do. Like I want to be in there. I want to understand it because Amazon is a future. He's the richest man in the world and he's not getting poorer. So I want to be right up his body. Mm -hmm. Like right up the body. Like, <laughs> literally dabbling everything that he does and just focus like tunnel vision focus on Amazon. Of course, like for the, every aspect of it. Like. I, I, I want people to come to me and be like, like Shola, I've got no money. What can I do with Amazon? And what you can do is you can do affiliate marketing because affiliate marketing doesn't require any money whatsoever, zero amount of investment, but that's yeah. also with Amazon. Okay, Shola, I've got £5,000. What can I do? So your options are wholesale or you can do private label and build your own brand. Like, I just want to be able to really understand Amazon through and through um, and be that, I guess I don't look like someone who knows about Amazon. I don't look like, um, there's not a lot of people already mm. from the UK that are doing Amazon, but to have a black woman doing mm -hmm. amazon that like everyone's like i've never found a black woman from the uk doing amazon in the way that you do it so um i just want to stay with that i just want to focus tunnel vision and focus with amazon but you know all aspects whatever new things that they do i kind of want to be right behind them um and and taking full advantage of of the opportunity that we have having such a powerful platform like at our fingertips changing the game that's what it's about <laughs> it's about innovating it's about perspective and I love that you said that you want to learn every aspect of Amazon because you're right, like affiliate marketing is a, is a nice way to get paid. Like you said, you don't need to really invest anything apart from investing your own content and you are getting paid by Amazon to do that. And as you said, they have so many products. Amazon makes billions, billions per year. So why can't you take a bit of that I slice want, of that pie? I That's want what like it 50, like I'm going for like 50% of that. <laughs> I'm going for like 50%. <laughs> I want as much as I can dabble. Oh my gosh. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that is a mindset that you have to have. You have to have an abundance mindset to even think to get close. If you don't think you can do it, you're not going to be able to do it. You have to believe that you can do it, right? 100%. Uh, so that, that's, in, that's insane. That is, yeah, like I'm looking forward to seeing how that progresses. And obviously, you can come back onto the channel to oh, talk to us about that happy. and how, 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 how that's going. Um, talking about Amazon. Have you ever lost any money doing Amazon? And if you did, what was the most that you've lost? So I think I would say I haven't lost anything yet. And the reason why I haven't lost mm -hmm. anything yet is you mm -hmm. are 
you do invest in stocks so you'd understand this concept of not losing anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I haven't I've had mm-hmm. products that haven't sold that are currently in my warehouse, but until I sell mm-hmm. it for a loss, it's not a loss. So okay. um okay. yeah, so I would say I've had products that like I had a product, um it was like a palette of products that were electricals, and so mm-hmm. I always discourage people from getting electricals. Um so I had products that were mm-hmm. electricals, they kept getting faults, and Amazon's Jeff is like hundred percent. I'm calling him Jeff like he's my brethren, but like he is literally <laughs> all Jeffy. for customers. He's all for customers. So mm-hmm. when they started getting loads of returns, he was like, well, clearly this product isn't good. I don't want you to sell this on the platform anymore. Um, so because of that, they got returned to me. They're currently sitting in my warehouse at the moment. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm literally on my to-do list to do is to get that pushed into auction and sold either at break-even price or for a little bit more. So until I inset, and that's probably about £2,500 worth of stock um, in cost price. So mm-hmm. until the, till that's actually sold, I wouldn't say that it's lost money. Um, but if I sell it okay. at a loss, potentially that could be a loss of £2,500. It's not that much compared to how much you've made. I mean, compared to six figures, you've kept your losses minimal how how have you done that how have you yeah how have you kept your your losses to a minimal like that to make sure okay um, you know you're not losing 10 grand 20 30 40 50 grand because some people might fall into that trap of you know buying the wrong items or items that are like you know people no longer want or are getting returned how have you managed that so I think with me, like one thing that's really, really important is contingency. Um, and I learned that contingency um, plans are really, really important from failing so many times and losing money in other business ventures that I said, like, but hold up a minute. This, this cannot be the way of business. <laughs> and um, I started looking at business plans, like what are in their plans and, and what do they care about? If I wanted to go to the bank and ask them for money, what do they care about? Everything is always about how will you get out? I'm thinking, why are these people always asking about weaknesses and asking about what I'm going to do if, 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 if. No, give me the money and just let me sort it out. But (laughs) when I noticed that that was always there, it showed me that contingency plan is really important. Exit strategy is super, super important. So for everything that I bought, I thought of contingency plan. And that's why, like, even with those products that I sold, people would say that that £2,000 and those those, um, lights is now a loss for me it's not Mm -hmm. my contingency plan is to put those products straight into auction and get my money back so Mm -hmm. i think the reason how i've been able to minimize my losses is that i always have a plan for things that go wrong i always planned what i want to do to to make sure that if that does happen then yeah that's gonna that that's that this is what i'm gonna do to stop that loss from occurring also i have a system Mm -hmm. in and i have a, a way that i source my products that i should not be losing money and if I do lose money, yeah. I'm being impatient, right? I'm being impatient. Mm-hmm. And if it does come to the stage where that does happen, there's other steps that I can do. So maybe that listing might get super competitive. So I might take a step back and I might wait. You know, you just wait. What's the rush? Like, you know, it's the same thing with stocks. You know, people sold when Bitcoin dropped. Uh, Hello, honey, it's on sale. Like, be patient. It's going to come mm-hmm. back up. And that's mm-hmm. the same thing with Amazon. Yep. You know, there might be a thousand people on the listing. Oh, hey, good for you. I'm going to wait till you thousand sell out and then I'm going to make my money. So it's the concept of business is the same no matter where you are. Like I minimize my losses because I just, just, I'm really, really patient now. I'm not rushing. I'm not in a fluster. I don't make rush decisions. And if I do make a rush decision, I have a plan where I can get myself out of that, have systems that I check to make sure that before I buy this product, it's going to be good. And if I'm not sure, I'm not going to invest tens of thousands. That's the difference. If I'm not yeah. sure if it's going to make me money, wow. I'm not about to. Even now, I could put thousands in there. I wouldn't. Until I'm certain that it's going to make me money, I'm putting the bare minimum that I can. Wow. And that's, that's wow. I guess, how that's I've epic. minimized it. Wow, that's epic. So being sure, being patient, and having a contingency plan. And that's, that's really important. Contingency plan is, is always important. You're right. Like, if you fail... Or if this doesn't sell, what are you going to do? And you you know what you're going to do because if it happens, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll wait even longer or I'll get rid of them in, in auction. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, like, they stumble. They get panicky. Oh, it's not worked out. I'm going to give up. Because they haven't thought of, actually, if this fails, because things do fail. They you do. just need to find a solution. There's always a solution. It's easy to work backwards and this is what people don't understand. Like, they think that oh i'll just deal with it when it comes but now you won't be able to because you're so upset about that failure that you're now your whole yeah. concept and your decision making is backwards like mm-hmm. think of it first mm-hmm. like don't you don't think of mm-hmm. it last you think of it first like 
what will you do if yeah. like do you know what i mean these people mm -hmm. are investing thousands and thousands of pounds into products like creating their own brands on amazon you think it's easy because you see someone say that it's easy it's not easy creating a brand is hard and that's why i mm -hmm. always encourage people to do a ladder resell and then go into something like that because that is hard so if you yeah. start from that way round, like if you start with um reselling you understand amazon you understand how it works then you go to private label if you start with private label creating your own brand and you've invested ten thousand pounds into this without having a full mm -hmm. understanding of how amazon even works you put ten thousand pounds into something no one knows your brand no one cares about your brand selling that product even at auction is going to be stupidly difficult because we don't even yeah. know your company wow. mate so it's always about <laughs> it's always that. about always about thinking backwards like I, I know that with this product these are well-established brands that you know mm. been around for years like someone's gonna know the company i knew it that's why i bought it and someone's gonna know the company they're mm. gonna buy it from the auction if i do it at good amount for enough price and the price i bought it was like three pounds it sells for 20 so even if i did it for five mm -hmm. they're still gonna make a good amount of money and i'm gonna make a profit on top mm -hmm. so it's just starting backwards. Starting backwards is hard because you have to try to really, really break your brain. Like, what would I actually do if this yeah. does go wrong? That's hard. That's hard to think about. Yeah. You don't want to think about that. But do the nitty gritty and the hard stuff first. So that when it comes in, your brain just says, oh, plan B. In in, in initiation mm -hmm. phase. Now, in you go, plan B. And awesome. you're ready to go. Dropping gems. Dropping a lot of <laughs> gems. I'm sure the audience are going to love everything that you've dropped so far. And... It's true. I love the whole concept of working backwards because like you said, some people just think about the surface. They don't think about what goes wrong, which is which is um, insane, to be honest. Do you deal with many customers and what is it like dealing with customers if you do? Oh, no, I don't. Um, I, you, see, you don't, okay? <laughs> you so, don't want to deal with them. <laughs> so the reason why I got out of the rent-to-rent -rent game, right, is yeah. I am a people person when I want to be. So like I can have phases yeah. where I will completely isolate. I will not answer my phone. Mm -hmm. I just want to watch TV and I just want to watch my crime documentaries. Mm -hmm. You know, some will say that's yeah. not healthy for me. That's healthy. I need my alone time. You know, I've never been someone mm -hmm. that can speak to someone every single day. Like I need my break as well. So mm -hmm. um, dealing with and when you're dealing with customers, especially on Amazon, you know, they're not happy, you know, um, so mm -hmm. they're yeah. money. They want this. They want that. I didn't receive the product. You're Corey. I did this. Right. So forget it. Let's just not. I don't mm -hmm. like the, the, the nitty gritty, the moaning, the whatever. I don't, I don't hate moany people. Bit ironic because I'm moany, mm -hmm. but I don't like moany people. So I had to get out of that situation straight away. Good, lo and behold, Amazon do, you know, FBA, which means that they have their own in-house customer service who take um, care of all of that for you. Which does mean that it's not their right. money. They don't care. If the customer complains, it's immediate refund. So you do get refunds. But I mean... In the grand scheme of things, to not have a headache, it's worth it, I guess. Even if they're not dealing wow. with it, Amazon's <laughs> policy anyway, you should just give them a refund. You don't want a bad review on your account at all. So that is what Amazon FBA is. It's about dealing with the... Obviously, I know it's like other stuff, but that's dealing with like the customers. Yeah, I can imagine. Like the whole customer stuff, it is is long sometimes. No I worked retail. in retail in the past. Yeah, and, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, some good. days it was just like you're just not up to it and you just got people complaining uh, and i worked happy. in i worked in both primark yeah they're never happy what primark i've worked in shoe um so and yeah i just didn't really feel it i mean sometimes it was all right sometimes you get some nice people sometimes you get some complete nasty people and there's nothing you can really do about it they take just come it. in the store moody angry and take out on you you're like Come on now. I tried my uh, hardest yeah. not to be <laughs> I, that I customer. Like when I go into a shop, I'm like, have a nice day. Da, 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 da. Hope you're good. How are you? <laughs> I know how it feels to be on. I worked in private for approximately two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. When they were when it was time to <laughs> two right, weeks, that's what two you weeks, Right. Because I didn't understand that the store was closed, but because the shop wasn't tidy, and I I, I finished work mm -hmm. at nine. I finished work at nine. But the store's mm -hmm. not tidy, so you're not letting me yeah. leave until the store is tidy. Excuse me, I yeah. finished work at nine. If the work is not done, that's nothing to do with me, my friend. My clock of time is nine. <laughs> and Primark, that policy does not work. Then no one has an end time. The yeah. end time is when the shop floor is tidy. Yeah. That don't work with me. No, 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 no. That don't work with me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I worked there for approximately <laughs> two weeks. I didn't even put. I didn't even put Primark on my CV because it wasn't even worthy of it. I just woke up one day and said, I don't like your policies. I'm out. See you later. Out we go. Primark is like that. Primark is like that. And it's it's such a... People, customers take the pee because they know 
it's cheap clothing, right? So they're like, oh, we're just going to throw the clothes everywhere. And then you've got the retail associates having to clean up after them. It's so annoying. Sometimes you clean up and come after and just mess it up. You be serious. I just did all this folding. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a great time there as well. I left without like giving much of a reason. I just, one day I was like, yeah, I'm not going back. Yeah, I don't think anyone does know said, oh, period coming in back. I was like, yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, so what is, what has been like your biggest challenge of, um, you know, being successful on Amazon and like doing it full time? What's, what would you say some of your biggest challenges? I would say for me, it's juggling. Um, I'm someone that cares mm-hmm. too much. Like I'm so invested in everything. I think if I was not selling mm-hmm. a course or was not selling a community or teaching other people how to sell on Amazon, um, I probably wouldn't have as much challenges as I have now. Um, but as you said, like when you're responsible okay. for people, like I'm so invested. Like I give my students bonus if they make whoever makes the most money makes gets two hundred and fifty pounds wow. to spend back on stock because wow. I just really want to incentivize and change their lives the way that my life was able to be changed. Um, and I guess because of that, I spend so much time now trying to perfect them and trying to get them to where I want them to be or trying to get them to, you know, seven figures, six figures, eight figures a month that I now have, I wouldn't say I've abandoned it, but it's maybe less time to put into Amazon um, actually selling products mm-hmm. myself as well. I obviously still do it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I suppose juggling that is because I'm, I'm caring. I'm a people person when people are invested and they're they're happy when they're happy i love them so i just want to see them do well and because i want to see them do well i invest so much time in like trying to make sure that they're okay um which is time consuming like not lie you know i'm always looking for ways to improve every single month i don't sleep unless i see sales i want to see how much you guys are making like show me um i obviously do Mm -hmm. my um my zooms once a month with them as well and i do like quite a bit of preparation if i feel like i've got a lot of preparation to do for that as well um so i guess like my challenges is juggling and systemizing so i don't trust anyone okay um with my business i don't trust anyone apart from my mum. and my mum is not the the most healthiest of people so it's stepping back and i've read and i've listened to so many podcasts and i know that that is the hardest bit like Mm -hmm. gary b once said to someone yeah he said i literally listened to it today he was talking about someone saying now i'm employing people into my business and none mm-hmm. of them are working hard enough he's like yeah you're expecting them to work hard and it's not even their business and you are the problem and i guess that's me mm. um i've now got a lovely yeah. lovely um, yeah. personal assistant who literally joanna she literally right now is full speed just controlling a lot of like my time and putting things into place where i'm now having to work less but systemizing is the hardest bit but once you get it right it's perfect so that's my biggest challenge my biggest challenge is doing more for less um, and working harder and yeah. smart i enjoy going on holiday i just come back from antigua it was so nice um, and i come back here and there's no sun and i'm depressed i need to go back on holiday so um, <laughs> yeah systemizing is really really important wow. but it's also the hardest thing yeah. that anyone can do is to literally step back from their business that's my biggest challenge i guess yeah i understand that as well you know because you're, you started your own thing and you've worked so hard to build it you know every part of it even though you it's it's tiresome some sometimes you've made it what it is right you've introduced that quality at every level so i understand why it's hard to hand it off to somebody and be like make sure that you do it as good as me and give your suppliers i I completely understand it that's the hardest bit my suppliers oh hell does it know yeah that's my sacred thing and i have a lot of people that you know approach me on instagram like i'll work with you for free yeah you bet you will because you want suppliers like do you know what i mean so um that's that's the hard bit like i eventually one day have to be yeah like, here you go and you're you know gonna what have I mean? to hand that off yeah like, people oh yeah. yeah so um yeah systemizing is the, ch- the biggest challenge for me i'm i'm t- petrified yeah. of the day i have to say someone here's my golden book like do i have to give it to you but um yeah i'm gonna try keep this a family business as much as i can um you know i've got a little cousin Mm -hmm. that's looking for a job she's uh turning 18 soon um and i just want to try and keep in-house as much as i can um not saying that family can't do you day but my family is very close-knit and i can Mm -hmm. 100 percent say that Mm -hmm. you know my immediate family i can genuinely really really trust them so yeah it's about just the challenge is is teaching my little cousin um, and bringing people in, mm-hmm. like my mum, not really my mum so much is one-off, but, you know, people in-house that can generally just 
create this legacy and keep it going when I'm ready to be like, all right, I'm sleeping now. I'm going on holiday for seven months. <laughs> Don't nobody call me <laughs> for seven months. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely I completely get that. And I think keeping it as a family business is it's not such a bad idea, to be honest. I think that definitely makes sense because when you are bringing in somebody new, you have to make sure that they they're required like they've got the required work rate to to keep up with what you what you've done and sometimes you may not be sure and sometimes it could be a bit too late um in certain situations so i definitely completely agree like i've got the same kind of issue like recently outsourced my thumbnail found someone good so i was like okay that's good done that part but like other parts i'm not like so sure like like posts on instagram i don't know if i can trust somebody to do that i'm like are they going to do it to the level that I, I need it to be and don't ever give them it's, access to your Instagram it's a, it's a me- no no oh no oh wow no no that that would be crazy they'll change it to something new and, oh, then, right. and, then, and then take over your account right yeah and that, that, you, that, know, that you're, you, you would have grown to like 50,000 followers you wake up one day and your DMs have been leaked and you're like oh, no <laughs> So yeah, oh, no. there's, there's loads of things that you can yeah, do I think it's... definitely try to systemize though you got it yeah you got it yeah that is definitely that is yeah i'm starting to like you know offhand some some things here and there and yeah i'm trying to like lighten the burden on me as well next that i need to find i need to find somebody who can do video editing and then i'll be nice once i find someone doing it that's gonna be a a weight off my shoulders i literally have someone Uh, on my team now who can do that so i have my personal assistant who does like my day-to-day stuff responding to emails making sure the students are okay like paying students when they won their little cash prize um and i have a video (laughs) editor which don't get me wrong though that's epic she's still not allowed to do my amazon course videos so when i do that i'm like no mm. because you're gonna have it in the flesh you can sell it on um so i haven't I haven't trusted her that much yet um but she does yeah. do a lot of my video editing um like some of the stuff for like tiktok and reels and stuff like that but yeah it, it is video editing for me is very tedious i hate it um mm-hmm. the joy out of mm-hmm. this one but yeah Finding the right person is, is really tricky. That's going to, like, I don't want to have to keep it's, going it's back tricky. and telling you, do this, do that. I don't even want to have to watch mm-hmm. it over. I yeah. just want to know that you've perfected it and never have to watch it and I just upload it straight away. Like, that's how I get to. But what I do now is, like, it once something's been done, I then give it to my personal assistant who then checks for mistakes. So I don't even look at it no more now. I just trust her. Like, she's watched it, whatever, and I go. Wow. I, even watching things back is just annoying. Like, I've just edited this whole thing and got to watch it back. It tomorrow. is, yeah. So I just, tr- I'm trying. I've read four hours a week and I've just felt like, if I don't want to live in this country, I don't have to. Like, I could live in different countries every single mm. month once I've systemized this to so just do it it's hard but do it do it do it do it wow 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 so the gender is systemizing everything so we've come to the segment where we want to help beginners get started on amazon obviously you've mentioned your your course and the support that you give your students but if i was a beginner how would i get started on amazon and what would i need to do to sell my first product so if you're going to get started, I would you need to build up a bit mm. of capital. So when I started selling on Amazon, like okay. I was fortunate enough to have Homebase and Mothercare and all these places where you could get things for like ten pence, twenty pence, like and then not even lying, um, and literally flip that to things that will sell for seven and eight pounds. So the most important mm-hmm. thing is getting educated because Amazon has changed so much, like because they're okay. putting so much policies in. So a new policy that came in a couple of months ago is that they can at whatever stage mm-hmm. ask you to evidence anything that you sell. They can also ask you at mm-hmm. any stage. And they're not, they can also ask, yeah, they can also ask you at any stage that any toy that you sell has to come with a declaration of conformity, which is a, a, a piece of paper from the manufacturer, which says that this one is allowed and certified to be sold in the UK and the EU. Wow. So these are things that are... That's insane. Yeah, it's not easy anymore. It's not as easy as two years ago, not two years ago, but a year and a half ago when I was doing where just like, I go to the shop, I pick this up. Yep, yeah, I want to sell this, list it, sell it. It's not like that. Their policies are changing so much more. Um, now, obviously, YouTube is quite outdated, but you can get a lot of content from YouTube. I don't disagree with YouTube. Um, obviously, I do my course as well. I think it's 
Amazon now is about investing in yourself. Like it's not a business where you can now just get up and do it. And you really need to educate yourself in what you're doing. And I'm not just selling that, saying that because I sell a course, but I have people in my DMs every single day saying, show them my account's been blocked, please help me. Like, because they are yeah. so strict now. It's the the way that you have to sell on Amazon, the amount of paperwork and things that they're putting in place that you need isn't going to be as easy as people think it will be so education right now is super important um because once your account is gone on amazon it's gone um in a few instances really they don't they don't they don't forgive it but in a few instances like i was blocked for a month and a month you know they weren't going to give me wow that's a lot of income they weren't there was fourteen thousand pounds trapped in there when they blocked me um, and they weren't going to give it back, you know, every day, no word of a lie, every single day for one month, I tried, I tried, I tried, I'd cry on the phone, I'd say I've got rent to pay, like, they are ruthless, so if you ever get in that situation where you're blocked, don't think it's just going to be, oh, I send an email and I get my account blocked, unblocked the next day, oh, hell, so no, you will not, like, so education is wow. vital right now, education is so important um, in making sure that, you are aware of what you're getting yourself into when you are jumping into something as big as Amazon. Um, because it is the future. And once you're gone, you're gone. You know, you don't want to be left out of something that is going to be, you know, a trillion pound or gazillion or whatever it is, pound company. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to be able to get a piece of that pie because of one yeah. silly investment that you didn't want to make. It doesn't have to be my course, but, you know, invest in somebody's yeah. course. You know, I'm an advocate for investing in courses because just... I don't want to make a mistake. You know, I learned from all of their mistakes. Why would mm-hmm. I not want that? Why would I not want to head start? How about I learn from her and I make 300,000 in a month? Because if she's 100,000 with mistakes, what the hell would I do without mistakes? And I think that's a misconception a lot of people, you know, don't understand. Like a lot of information is free through experience or it's out there, but it's scattered in this unstructured way um, and experience costs money. It costs a lot of money. This is what people don't realize. When you go and do stuff by yourself, whether that's stock, Amazon, or anything else, you are you're going to lose money because yeah. you're a beginner, right? You, you don't know what you're doing. So you're going to lose money. You're going to have that mentality, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like you said, for you to get somewhere quicker, learn from others. That's why you buy books. That's why you buy courses. That's why you go to school and everything else because you're trying to educate yourself. But people forget that. They're like, oh, no. I'm not going to buy a course. Oh, no, it's too expensive. You're investing in yourself at the end of the day when you're 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 doing this and you are fast-tracking yourself. I had someone comment on my TikTok like three, four mm-hmm. days ago and they were like, I don't understand why it's always the traders and the Amazon people that sell courses. And I was like, they're the only people that sell courses. I was like, you do understand that universities sell courses? Like, why are we missing the bigger picture? Mm-hmm. You know, in, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, someone charging you £660 to learn how to sell on Amazon and make that... Mm-hmm. make at the minimum of 1500 in your first month as opposed mm. to someone taking 46000 pounds of you for university and not even guaranteeing you any amount of money like that concept really wise exactly. me up like you want to come at me go to the government you're so angry about investing in courses <laughs> there's someone ripping you off for nine grand a year and guaranteed the person yeah. in front of you that's teaching you about business has never run a business in their their life they just have a phd mm-hmm. in it so you're not even paying for experience you're yeah. paying for book you know what I mean? That's even mm-hmm. worse. You're not even paying for mistakes. Yeah. You're just paying for a book. A really expensive, yeah. thick book. That's what you're paying for when you go to university. Exactly. Because if you ask them, have you run a business before? No, but I've got a master's and a PhD. So you haven't run a business before. <laughs> what life experience can you tell me about business? What's the... You know, an interview like this for a lecturer or someone who does business, they probably wouldn't even be able to answer the majority of the question. What's the biggest challenge? Or when I was studying for my master's for business, they don't have <laughs> an actual experience. Yeah, they don't so, have the experience. Yeah. So it's actually cheaper on so That's many mad. different ways to actually invest in a course away from university. And the return on investment that you're going to get from a course like yours is is massive. Is This is lifelong learning. Like you said, you also support your students going forward so i feel like it's i feel like it's always imperative to invest in yourself you have to invest in yourself in some capacity you cannot expect to get to where you you want to without spending something i'm not saying spend your last savings but if you want something work towards saving a bit and then invest into into something yeah so moving on to that point how much would you say 
you would need to have roughly to get started on Amazon? So before I would say about 150, I would now say that I okay. would, well, I've shown that it's possible. I mean, I just went to wholesalers today. Like the reason why I was a little bit late is like, I need mm-hmm. to show people you can start at 20 pounds. So um, I think okay. um, what I wanted to kind of do, like I, I, there is a few bit of software that you have to purchase anyway. Like it's a given, but I would comfortably mm-hmm. say like 200 pounds is enough. It's not going to be okay. easy with two hundred pounds. You know, the more you mm-hmm. have, the easier it gets. But two hundred pound is enough. Mm-hmm. Don't expect to get like booming products and ridiculous. But you will be able to get products like the one I did. So you know, product with forty percent return investment. Yeah. You spend twenty pounds, make about eight pounds, um, eight pounds profit or something like that. Whatever it is, um, and then you use that money on top then to reinvest it but it's going to be a slower game when you are starting with a small amount that makes sense uh so you got into uh, amazon full-time in seven months during you know the lockdown do you think that's still possible for a beginner starting to from today do you think that they can still achieve what you achieved in seven months if they really really worked hard at it um absolutely um I don't see why anyone can't like one of my students, you know, made nine thousand pounds a week. Um, wow! Yeah, so wow. <laughs> it's it's possible. It's what you put. You get what you put in, basically. Like if you're willing to work hard, you yeah. can get. I'm no different to anyone. Like obviously, COVID had a massive impact because everyone was at home and they were spending a lot more. But you know, people are still making ten grand, twenty grand right now, uh, and there, there is no COVID. Mm-hmm. So hundred percent. You, you well, could. That's inspiration for anybody listening. Shola said it. You can still become a full-time Amazon seller in seven months. If you are willing to work hard at it, you're highly motivated. And obviously, you have the funds and you invest in yourself, either through getting her course or learning through somebody else. Very, very important. What would you say are the three things that you need to become successful at Amazon? Patience, motivation, mm-hmm. maybe no, be motivated, sorry. Okay. Uh, you need education. And I want to Okay. Yeah, education, but constant. You can give a fourth if you yeah. want to give a fourth. So consistency, because Amazon is forever mm-hmm. changing. So it's not something that you do now and you do half heartedly. You really got to make sure that you stay up to date with things that are changing. Um, it's not something that you start and then you close your eyes and just keep ro- going with that concept. You really have to make sure that you know you're also aware of that things that are changing as well so yeah i would say consistent being consistent with your journey and also with policies um uh, patience motivated and i don't even remember what the other one i said was now but those are free i can remember education right education that's it yeah yeah education 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 <laughs> and if you had or if i had because i'm, I'm an amazon beginner definitely if i had 100 pounds what would so, you tell me to do with it so with 100 pounds i would tell you to look for small margin products like the one that i put on my okay. instagram so like the brillo um where okay. you can basically use a small amount of money to then make a lot with 100 pounds you definitely can get good deals but you're going to need to know where to source how to source and how to get those good deals and build relationships with suppliers um obviously with suppliers the more you spend the, the more they love you but you can definitely start to put your foot in the door with yeah. some suppliers and build relationships but start small and scale up start small scale up yeah you should use it as a slogan <laughs> start small scale up people love that people love that all right thank you so much shola what's next for you Ah, oh, systemization. I hate it. I'm still in the process mm-hmm. of taking like literally <laughs> four months and I feel like I still haven't gotten anywhere, but I have. I have got somewhere. You know, my whole, you know, student's uh, process in signing up for their Discord community is completely systemized. I have a lovely software called Zapier and Zapier automates emails wow. to them. And then I have my assistant pick up those emails and make sure they're okay. So I feel like I haven't made any progress, but I've made massive progress because I don't have to deal with emails. And sometimes, you know, I might have like 10 students enroll in one day, 12 students enroll in one day. And like having to go back and forth with emails would be hectic. So I've got someone and and things in place where they are always catered for. So yeah, systemization is my next big step. Um, Actually looking to do other different avenues of money is like looking into property as well. So there's a few things, but mm-hmm. systemization is like my main priority, if I'm honest with you. The most important. 100% the most That's important. That's epic. That's epic. 
that's epic so tell the people where they can find you on your socials okay so you can find me on my mm-hmm. instagram my instagram is shola emily my twitter is miss amazon uk my tiktok is miss amazon uk and my youtube is shola emily i should just all make it one handle i'm probably gonna make it all one handle maybe it's all under <laughs> shola emily because it's confusing so i might just yeah, be called yeah. shola emily on everything but yeah those are my handles shola emily on youtube shola emily on instagram miss amazon uk on twitter and on tiktok and i am currently posting every day so you get to see my annoying face every second of the day (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much it's been great in having you you dropped so many gems i feel like i've learned so much about amazon and i feel like I, i knew a bit but i feel like i've learned so much from you like what you've done your journey has been so inspiring if you've got any last messages that you want to tell the I just listeners say, please feel free to thank you to you also because some of your posts that you've done mm-hmm. in stock about not rushing and not jumping into mm-hmm. stocks without being educated mm-hmm. as well from you saying that i joined a discord and from that discord i was made to, awesome. from the education i learned from there i made a good amount of money on stocks as well mm-hmm. on penny stocks nice. took my money in took it right back and get out again because obviously penny stocks you don't leave it in there too long <laughs> um and yeah mm-hmm. now the market's down a little bit but like in the discord they taught me that you know when it's down it's on sale mm-hmm. you buy some more and you wait for it to come back up mm-hmm. so like your posts are also really really good in inspiring me and i think you was a person that actually got me into stocks in the first place so yeah thank you for you thank also you, thank inspiring you. me thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you that's what we do we have to all inspire that's each other <laughs> the next generation do you know what i mean that's awesome thanks so much thanks for um tuning in guys And we will have you and you will get to listen to us next week. See ya.